Well, sunshine is a wonderful thing, but melanoma is not. And it is one of the most common cancers in young people. People between 15 and 29 with over 6,800 cases in Canada this year. It's also the most aggressive skin cancer if not caught early. Joining us today is the founder and chair of the board of the Melanoma Network of Canada and a three-time survivor, Annette Sear. Welcome to What She Said. Thank you so much. Now, a three-time survivor. I've got to start there. Tell us what happened. Well, I um, back in 2001, I had a... I didn't, couldn't even see it, actually. It was a small mole. It was on the bottom of my ankle. Mm-hmm. And I actually waited about a year to actually have it go, you know, go and have it checked out. And went to see my doctor, referred me to a derm. And the derm said it doesn't look like anything. But when they took it out, it ended up being confirmed as melanoma. Uh, fortunately, it was felt to be caught early at that mm-hmm. point in time. But it ended up, um, you know, uh, there was a 97% chance it wouldn't come back. I was in that 3%. <laughs> so it ended up coming back about six years later spreading up my leg and then um, again in 2012 so it went through you know tremendous amount of um, surgeries and scans and CTs and MRIs and all sorts of skin grafts it was a nasty it was a nasty treatment let me tell you wow and then so now the prognosis now how does it well I'm still a high risk um, patient, I, I'm uh, you know at advanced stage, but uh, fortunately I'm free of disease. I'm five years this month again, mm-hmm. so we'll restart We're all that knocking clock. on wood here. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. Um, so you know, I just uh, I think it's really incumbent um, to to create some awareness about this disease and how you know who knew a small little mole, you know something so small could potentially take your life. Okay, so I, I, I want to go there next because. I know this. I know that a small mole can change your life, but I don't know what I'm looking for. Uh, it's hard. It's hard. I think, you know, even our, our GPs, who we think are our frontline physicians, are not trained to really to spot it. And they're the ones that we think are the ones that are, you mm-hmm. know, looking at us naked when we're getting our annual <laughs> checkup, right? They're supposed Poor to things. Know. Poor <laughs> things. Yeah, believe me, I just was at my derm. Um, but, you know, it, it's it's difficult. But there is something on our website and on many uh, websites, including CDA and such, too, called the ABCDEs of melanoma. And it gives you some pictures of what to look for. So what is a normal mole and then what what to look for so the a is asymmetry so if the mole is not a a nice circle and round a a normal mole looks round one that's potentially of concern has different sides to it and when you fold it in half it wouldn't look the same if it had irregular borders around it um, like a scalloped edge if Mm -hmm. if the colors of that mole look different sometimes they can be multicolored melanomas can have black blue brown pink red is a mole always raised um oftentimes it is it, most often it is okay so that's the a asymmetry b the border you, right you discuss that yeah the, the, the ragged uneven or so yes. it should be a mirror image basically yeah exactly okay so c is for color yeah, absolutely so the different colors sometimes in yeah. the mole and you know you can't always see it from a from a naked eye so what what needs to be happening is if uh, the, I'll go through the D is diameter okay. as well, which is size. If it's if it's larger than about six millimeters, which is about the end of a pencil eraser, okay. then you should probably have it checked as 
well. Mm-hmm. And, but the one I think is most important is the E of, of those ABCDEs, which is the evolving and changing. Most often, people that have a problematic um, molar lesion have a change in it. It's either been there forever and now it's changing, it's growing, um, it's itching, it's oozing, it's bleeding. A lot of times people say, oh, gee, I nicked it in the shower or it rubbed right. up against exactly. my bra strap yeah. or something, mm-hmm. you know, but that's your body also telling you that it needs to be checked out. And the best person to check that out is is your dermatologist. It's difficult to get into them, let me tell you. But, you know, when... Do you it, need when a referral? You do need a referral from your family physician. So if you can get into a derm, they'll oftentimes use what they call a dermatoscope, and which actually looks down into the mole itself to tell them if it's a potential uh, melanoma. So that's really the, the definitive answer. Okay, let's tackle sunscreen. Yes. I have a sister-in-law who feels that using sunscreen, she's putting more chemicals on her body than she, she's doing more, worse for her than she's doing good, (laughs) is what I'm trying to say. And I argue with her on this all the time. You're not the only one. Honestly, quite honestly, it's, it's a common urban myth out there. You know, if you think about the products that we use on a daily basis, open up a can of soup and look at the, what the ingredient list Mm -hmm. is on that, uh, toothpaste, uh, soap and such. We don't know necessarily all of those ingredients, but all of those ingredients have to be approved by Health Canada and Health Canada will not approve something that's going to be toxic to the body. So these are these are all given a drug identification number that can only be actually sold in a pharmacy. You'll never mm-hmm. find them at a 7-Eleven. So all of these products have been tested. And, you know, the concentrations of the different types of ingredients that are in sunscreen are, are not fa- found to be harmful to one's system. There's a lot of speculation out there, but that's a common thing. What's more dangerous is exposing yourself to uh, levels of UV radiation on high concentration days like today, which UV index, I bet you seven or eight at minimum today. And, uh, you know, although we've had a, a awful, cold, wet, wet rainy um, spring. Mm. Here, we, here comes we, the sun. Here's the sun. <laughs> but we need to be out there enjoying that. And we, we need to Yeah, vitamin D. You know, we... Well, but vitamin D is another one of those myths that we like to dispel a little bit. Your body, yes, does produce some vitamin D when there's exposure, but it shuts down within a few minutes of exposure outside. Uh, you cannot get sufficient levels of vitamin D from the sun, and it's a more dangerous way to do it, as well as getting premature wrinkles and aging and brown spots and nastiness. I'm all about all hats. I think, I think hats should be just a, <laughs> Well, looking a at your coloring, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm looking at that going, yes. But, you know, vitamin D production, you're safer to, to get your vitamin D through, through a bottle. It's cheap. It's effective. Um, uh, in Canada, it's recommended 1,000 milligrams of uh, vitamin D a day. Uh, and that's for just about everybody, children um, included. So always check with your doctor, but that's the recommendation. So, so what should we be looking for when we choose a sunscreen? Well, I think it's the first thing is the one you're going to wear. So you know what? The, the, if the fight is always on whether I'm going to wear this goopy, greasy <laughs> sunscreen, there are so many great products out there today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Neutrogena, L'Oreal, all of them make wonderful products. They have lots of face ones that are really don't put a shine on. And mm-hmm. a lot of the cosmetics now have, you know, a 30% a thirty SPF in it as well. But you want to look for a product that has a broad spectrum um, base to it. So it covers both UVA and mm-hmm. UVB. Uh, 
Those are the two types of rays that uh, that hit us as human beings and on, on Earth. Uh, UVA is the one uh, the rays that tend to penetrate deeper and cause what we what is considered to be genetic damage. So mm-hmm. th- alters the DNA and potentially leads to other skin cancers or melanoma. B is the burning rays, which uh, we also have to protect. So I believe most of the uh, sunscreens in Canada have both of those, but you want to make sure that that's the case. And you also want to make sure that you apply it um, consistently and reapply it after sweating. Apply liberally. Liberally. (laughs) We don't use enough of it. So when you think SPF is 30, if we don't put enough of it on, we're probably not getting that level of protection. Okay. Now let's talk about (laughs) tanning beds. I tell my daughters there is no such thing as a base tan. Any tan, you've done damage to your skin. Absolutely. You've heard the message. I'm glad to hear that. We were able to get the the, uh, tanning beds banned for access for 18 and under Mm -hmm. um, back in, I think, 2011 now it is. But it's not healthy for anyone. I mean, the World Health Organization has pointed that out Um, time and time again. Physicians, all the medical communities in this country will tell you it is not healthy. It is absolutely not healthy. The rays in a, a, a the UV radiation emitted in a tanning bed is five to ten times stronger than midday sun. So you're going to get zapped with high dose radiation, and you know a, a simple exposure could could create uh, cancer down the road. Okay, now now um, <laughs> MNC provides services, information programs for people and families whose lives have been changed by melanoma. Where can people go to find out more information? You can web- visit our website. Okay. melanomanetwork.ca. Um, give us a call. We have a 1-800 number. Take advantage of our programs. We have a national walk. We have a national uh, camp program for prevention. Um, we pr- provide all sorts of support uh, materials, information, meetings for patients right across the country. That is uh, amazing. And thank you so much um, for, for doing this and, and raising awareness. My pleasure. This is what she said. Stay with us. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many roads that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga, Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.